Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hey friend, I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're having a great week. I'm excited to bring you this episode because so many of you have been tagging me in your post, messaging me on Instagram and Facebook, and sending me text messages and emails saying how this reading plan, how spending time in God's word is transforming you, is giving you deeper revelation, is bringing you into a deeper relationship with the Lord. And that is exactly why I created it for you. So if you haven't grabbed that already and you want to, I'll leave that in the show notes. But I also wanna encourage you, if that overwhelms you thinking about reading the entire Bible, it's okay. You don't have to read the entire word of God to be a good Christian. In fact, I'm going to teach you today something about how to go deeper in your word and in your time with the Lord, because it's not about quantity. It's about quality. In fact, I know people who take one passage, one verse, and they will meditate on it for literally a month or a year even. And that used to kind of blow my mind because I thought, well, how do you spend time on that one thing for so long? But I'm going to give you some tips and tools of ways to go deeper in your time with the Lord in reading scripture to really get a deeper understanding. And first of all, pray about it because the Holy Spirit wants to take you deeper. But just like that verse that talks about milk to meat, he's going to give you milk first, make sure you can digest that just like a baby. And then he's going to take you deeper and deeper and give you more things to chew on. That's why I have been really loving reading through the Bible every year, but reading it in different translations. And so that word meditating, I want to talk about that for a minute because meditation, we hear that a lot in the entrepreneur space, especially with the new age practice in these Eastern religions that talk about emptying your mind and meditate and and get rid of all the junk, right? Well, in God's word, he tells us to meditate, but it's different than what the Eastern religions have told us. In fact, it's not about emptying out anything. It's actually about receiving more from the Lord. And so the Bible says that God tells us to meditate on his word day and night. Again, this is one of those concepts that we hear that could perhaps be a little bit triggering. And I want to encourage you, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I've said that before. And again, as I have studied the science of the brain and I hear these terms and these languages that New Age uses, the devil uses, the enemy, he is a deceiver and he wants to take God's goodness and he wants to twist it just enough to take God out of it just enough to not be able to give God the glory and just enough to get people tied into witchcraft and they don't even know it. And so meditating is not about emptying out of yourself. It's about receiving revelation, deeper understanding, in time with the Lord and meditating on his word is really important because we know out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Well, have you ever said something that just came out of your mouth and you were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. 
That's why I have a coach because I need someone else to hold me accountable for what's actually deeply written in my heart so that they can show me what that is. That's why I encourage you to get a coach, get a counselor, get a mentor, somebody who can hold space for you to that you can be really vulnerable with and free with. It's why I love one-on-one coaching the most because people are very vulnerable in that space and the Lord allows me, the Holy Spirit really gives me ears to hear yuck in my clients' hearts. Because I know out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And sometimes we don't even recognize what we're actually believing. And God continues to show me this in areas I don't trust him and areas that I don't either believe he loves me or that he's not good or even times like, like just questioning everything about Christianity, questioning everything about the Bible, right? And so I want to encourage you, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Meditating is something that God asks you to do, but meditating on his word and not the way that new age, you know, other religions say it, but the way that God says it because, and why would we want to do this? Because we would want to meditate on God's word because it says when we do, we will be like a tree planted by streams of water that yield fruit in its season. The word of God is like water to the seeds in your heart and in your mind. And I know that you're here because you have planted seeds and you are believing that you will see the fruit of that. Perhaps those seeds have been prayer. Perhaps those seeds have been tears and crying out to the Lord, believing for a promise. Go back to my word for 2022, believe, right? I've cried many times over the promises that God has given me and that I haven't seen come to fruition. And so getting into the word of God to continue to help me faithfully live out the word, even though I haven't seen the promise is really key. And so that's why meditating on God's word, getting deeper revelation, deeper understanding, receiving more from him is really important. All right. And so today I want to share with you a method that's popular. Perhaps you've heard it before. There are many methods that you can use. And I want to encourage you, if you are doing this Bible in a year plan, I want to just really challenge you not to make this a to-do list, but make this on your get to-do list. You don't have to read God's word to be a good girl. You get to read God's love letter, letter to you as his daughter, as his child. That's what the Bible is. It's a love story and it's written because of what God has done for us and what Jesus has done for us. And we're waiting. We're waiting. It's a tool book. It is a, it's a game plan, right? What can we do now as we wait on the return of Jesus? What should we do? And literally, it is the best personal development book you could ever read. And I can't encourage you enough to get in the word and get in the word daily, daily. Like you wouldn't go to work without brushing your teeth, right? I hope not. Like you don't want to talk to people with stinky breath. Well, the Bible is like brushing your heart and brushing your mind and getting the stank off of your your heart and your mind and your thoughts and whatever else it is and giving you this fresh like breath ready to face the day. And again, you don't have to do it in the morning. I mean, there have been times recently that I've been doing it at night and it's kind of nice to switch it up a little bit. Uh, but I do prefer it in the morning. But there are times, you know, my kids wake up early or I sleep in or whatever that I don't get to it. Listen, God's not like, he's not giving you these set of rules again that you need to, you should, you must. It's a, you get to, when you change that mindset, I promise you're going to want to do it more. And then when you start to get revelations from the Lord, 
And whether it's downloads or deeper understanding or an understanding of your identity or blueprints for you and your business, like you're going to want to spend more time with God. It's just like falling in love with your husband or, you know, you're like a friend, like growing in a relationship with them. The best way to do that is to spend time with them. And so the best way to do that is to meditate on God's word, spend time with him. And here's a good method of how to do that. And so again, quantity is not the key. It's quality. And so what I encourage you to do if you're reading through this plan and you're like, all right, well, I read through like three or four chapters today. What do you want to tell me, God? And you didn't get anything from it. If there were any verses as you're reading that really stick out to you or maybe a phrase or a word that really sticks out to you, highlight it and spend some time meditating on that piece. What do I mean by that? Well, there's a couple different tools that you can do and you can use to really go deeper and observing the word of God. And so first of all, I'm going to take you through what's called the SOAP method. S-O-A-P. If you're taking notes, you can write it down. The SOAP method. And so there's four steps to that, right? S is scripture, right? You want, you maybe you're reading a whole chapter, but the Lord highlights to you, Holy Spirit is like, mm, gives you this like gut feeling of, oh, there's something deeper there. Highlight it and ask the Lord, what are you trying to show me? Holy Spirit, give me wisdom. Show me, give me revelation. Like, what do you want to show me with this scripture? So picking that smaller piece of scripture and going deeper with it. And that's what you'll use this SOAP method for. So one, you have to identify the scripture. There's no right or wrong here, friends. There's no right or wrong. The entire Bible, even the word like one word was meant to be there and that's why God put it there. That's a whole other conversation about translations of scripture, but I'm going to actually share an article with you guys about that. Um, I'm actually trying to get a guest on the podcast about uh, different translations and how to choose which one you know, to read. And again, I've shared with you my testimony is that I was I was taught in church growing up that the King James Version was the absolute only Bible that I could read. And in fact, I was like basically sinning if I read anything else. It was blasphemous to God. And what happened was I struggled for most of my life. And the issue with that is the King James is the most closest to the literal translation. But what happens in that, it's also the hardest to understand because it doesn't flow in our English language. And so I encourage you, pray about that. I got freed from the religion around that. It's really good to have that literal translation. Like that's important. It really is because we want to keep it uh, in the right context. But there's so much depth to scripture that uh, again, this is part of the observing. And when you start to go deeper and you start reading different uh, different translations, you start reading different commentaries on a piece of scripture, the Lord will take you deeper and trust the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you to speak to you what you need to know. Okay, so that takes me into the second letter of soap, which is O, and that is observation. So you're going to take that one piece of scripture, smaller piece, right? And you're going to observe it. All right. You're going to like highlight it and you're going to say, okay, God, what do you want to show me? Holy spirit? Like let's, let's do this thing. And sometimes it's a word. Sometimes it's a phrase. And so here are some tools that I want to give you to help you go deeper. Number one, if you download the blue letter Bible, I'll drop that link below for you. It's an app. Uh, you can get on your phone or you can buy it. Um, you, the blue letter Bible, it, it helps you do a ton of things, actually. Um, I haven't even used it to its full advantage of like, okay, what are we doing here? But it lets you do a number of things. I'm actually pulling mine up right now. Um, it lets you, so for example, you can go, you can do the concordance there. You've heard me mention that before, right? 
seeing where, like, let's just say I shared last week in the episode about my word believe. So I go to concordance and I see, oh, believes actually in the Bible over a hundred times. And I can go to every single scripture that has that word, because if that word is there, you'll see our English language is different than Hebrew and Greek, which the Bible was originally written in, right? And so it can give you some different concepts to that word. But all that to say, concordance is a great way, and you can do that through the Blue Letter Bible app. You can actually see interlinear how scripture has been written. You can compare and contrast Bible translations in this app. You can cross-reference. You can get text commentaries. This is something really good. Have you ever read scripture and you're like, uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. Well, there are people who are called to be Bible scholars. And I encourage you, if you're a follower of Christ, if you're a disciple of Jesus, well, you should be in your own way, shape, or form a scholar of the word. You should be studying it. And let me rephrase that. Eh, rewind. Here's my coach side of me. It's not should. Like, like you can't. Because when we say should a lot, it puts pressure. It makes us, there's, there's like shame, guilt. Like there's a lot of that in there. Um, at least that's how I view it. So I'm like, no, 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 Heather, you want to switch that one word out to you get to. You get to study the word of God. You can. You choose to do that over another personal development book. Not downing other personal development books and shaming that because there is great stuff that God uses other people to teach us. But if we're spending more time reading a personal development book than we are in the word of God, we should ask ourselves that question. And God has, God has totally convicted me of that before. Heather, you're spending more time reading personal development books and sharing those with people than you are reading my book and sharing that with people. This is where my life changed. This is where my business changed. And I encourage you, this will be the best thing you could ever do for yourself. And so there's actually um, audios and videos in this app that can take you deeper into this passage. And then of course the dictionary. So there's so many things you can highlight in this app and you can do a lot of things. That's kind of like your one-stop shop for apps. But if you want to do the Strong's Concordance by your by itself, you can download that. And then there's all other kinds of apps and tools like you can actually buy a Bible that would trans that will put page to page, right? The New King James translation and King James or the NIV and other translations. And so there's so many translations. Um and I just encourage you, don't get overwhelmed by all of this. Listen, God knows where you are and he's going to meet you where you are in your journey. I am a totally different person in 2022 recording this than I was a year ago, than I was two years ago, than I was three years ago, five years ago. I am a different person. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're going to be a different person too. And you're going to grow as you spend time with the Lord and you spend time in his word. And every time I get a deeper revelation of something, it's like, Oh my goodness, how did I miss that last time? In fact, I had a message in my inbox from a, a friend of mine, Bethany. She's like, I have read the story of Job. I've heard it many times and I've never grasped the concept that the Lord gave me today. She said, what a good reminder that we are supposed to be in our word daily. I'm like, yes, Lord, yes and amen. And that is exactly what I want you to start experiencing for yourself. Uh, but God knows where you are on your journey with him, right? There is no junior Holy Spirit. He doesn't speak to you less because of where you are and speak to me more or somebody else more, a pastor more, just because there is no such thing as a junior Holy Spirit. In fact, this helped me as a mother. There is no junior Holy Spirit for your children. Who needed to hear that today? Because I have been praying, Lord, I have a child who is very analytical and has this engineering mind. And so I've been praying, Lord, show him you 
in the way that he will receive it. Because we don't think the same. And he's been asking me some, he's, he's almost eight. He's going to be eight next month. He's been asking me some like really tough questions about the Lord. And I'm like, uh, I don't know, buddy, like faith, that's what faith is. You don't really have the concrete answer, but you just believe it. And his brain doesn't work like that. And so I've been praying, Holy Spirit, meet Nico where he is and speak to Nico the way that he his mind and his brain and his heart works Lord show him and I cannot even tell you since starting to pray that prayer we have been having some really fun conversations and in fact he's been teaching me things that the Lord is showing him so I just want to encourage you mom if you feel like you're not doing a good job or a good enough job sharing about the Lord or sharing about the Holy Spirit or sharing about all these things about God and what you're learning, pray that the Holy Spirit does his job. You do your job as a mom. There's still role for you to play, right? Uh, but the Holy Spirit wants your, God wants your baby too, right? He has chosen your baby too, wants your baby in heaven with him as well. Jesus died for your baby too. And so, yes, do your part and uh, disciple your child, but trust that the Lord is going to, to, to capture your baby's heart the way that your baby needs it captured. Okay. I don't know. I got off on another tangent. I don't know. Someone needed to hear that. Okay. But uh, where was I? Okay. So the SOAP method, scripture, S, observation, O, and then some tools for that. Honestly, like I said, the Blue Letter Bible is like really your one-stop shop, but you can also get all of those things separately. A Bible dictionary, I have one of those. Commentaries, you can get one of those. The concordance, you can get one of those. Um, but Blue Letter Bible, it's very comprehensive. It's full of everything. And so I encourage you, download that app and use it as the Lord meets you where you are to go deeper. There's no striving in this, right? There's no striving and stressing out about it. If you feel pressure and stress and striving, then that is not what the Lord wants his time with you to be, right? If you ever gone on a date or if you ever hung out with somebody where it's like, mm, there's tension in the room and you don't, you don't even enjoy your time with him. That's not what your quiet time is designed to do. God wants to speak to you. So trust that and ask the Holy Spirit to move in your heart and in your mind and to show you what he wants to show you. And the next part of that is application. S-O-A-P. A is for application. How can you apply that to your life? How can you, what does the Lord want you to actually take and chew on and start to do, start to think, start to speak? start to live? How can you apply that to your life? What is the Lord wanting to show you in this? I gave this example recently as I'm reading through Job because it goes Genesis and then it goes into Job. Job's story gets me every time, but Job, once he lost everything, his first response was to worship. That wrecked me because I thought, man, my first response was to fight. And I've shared with you many times your, your auto response when you're faced with something, adversity or fear, uh, whatever, is to fight, flight, or freeze. And my first response is typically to fight. But Job's response was to worship. And so as I take that one verse in that entire book of Job, I observe what he did and what does it mean to worship. That's a word to look up. Look up the definition of worship. Do a cross-reference in scripture. Where does it where does it talk about worship? What is worshiping God? Pray about it, right? How can I apply this to my life? Oh, every day when something bad happens, I could worship, right? I can give God praise, thank the Lord. I mean, total conviction, right? And then the last part of soap is the P, and that is prayer. Write a prayer out to God asking you 
are asking him to help you apply this to, to even take you deeper. Remember again, like I'm going to read that verse again in my life and the Lord might show me something else. He might show me a little deeper. He might show me at a little different of an angle for what I need in that season because he's a good father and he knows you so intimately. He knows the hairs on your head. He created you in your mother's womb. So he knows you so intricately that he's going to meet you where you are when you seek him. The Bible says to seek God with all your heart and he's going to find you. He's going to meet with you. And so as you are spending time in the word, pray, take a little piece of scripture, observe it. 